Welcome into the Empty Bottle Sports Podcast. Thanks for joining us on this Super Bowl weekend. We've got a pretty fun episode for you guys. A little bit of basketball to start us off, but then we will get into our Super Bowl picks and headlines. But as always, let's start it off with the drinks. Uh, Danny, I'll throw it to you first. How are you? And what are you drinking today? I'm pumped, man. It's Super Bowl weekend. We got two great teams going at it. Baby Goat versus Goat, Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes. I'm excited. I'm ex- very excited. I also finished my finals this past week, so I can right. start. I can graduate from the apple juice that I had on last show and uh, go back to my yingling. So that's what I got in front of me today, and uh, I'm definitely going to have some more for tomorrow's show as well. Or sorry, for uh, tomorrow's game. Yeah, yingling's good choice. Good choice. Uh, Corey, how are you, and uh, what are you drinking? Yeah, I'm doing well. It's good to be back, and uh, we're going to run it back with some Elijah Craig today. All right. That's a good move. Looks like we all got the drinks flowing uh, on this early episode for Saturday. Like Danny said, it is Super Bowl weekend. I'm uh, trying to clean out all these iced tea churlies from my my fridge, so I am just uh, pushing through a strawberry iced tea truly. Um, So we'll see how this goes down. Someone's got to drink it, man. Yeah, Brennan never um, finished these off, so I guess they really were bad. Um, (laughs) So with that, let's get into a couple quick headlines. We're just going to jump to the NBA, a little bit of news. LeBron saying the All-Star game, uh, pointless this year, kind of a slap in the face of the players. Um, You guys agree? I feel like the All-Star game has always been a little bit pointless for the NBA, especially this year. Uh, Danny, what are your thoughts on them doing the All-Star game this year? Uh, this year, I don't understand the need to do it. I think they need the break, especially the Lakers. And I don't, I don't know if anybody from the heat's going, but, uh, especially the Lakers, Anthony Davis and LeBron need that break. Cause I think it was only like 50 something days between the NBA championship and the beginning of the regular season. Like they need as many breaks as they can get. And it's definitely a money grab to try to recoup some of the money that was lost last year. So, I mean, I never watched it to begin with because it was always, like, no defense and just everybody just jacking up shots from the, the NBA logo. So, uh, <laughs> I never really watched it or had really too much interest in it. But it's it's fun. But, like, I'm, yeah, it's probably pointless to have this year. Yeah. Corey, any thoughts on the uh, All-Star game this year? Yeah, I agree. It, I think it's pointless. It, you know, it's it's it can be a fun thing to watch. Usually, you know, I'll occasionally I'll, I'll flip it on when the uh, when it comes around every year. But I, I got to agree. I think it's I think it's a bit pointless, um, especially when other players are coming out. It's not you know just LeBron saying it. Like I I believe I saw Giannis came out and said you know we follow the big dog and we don't have the energy for it either. And it's like why why put on this what what Danny's right is going to be an offensive showcasing. You know, yeah, look, I can shoot from the logo too if no one guard nobody guards me like. This is yeah. silly. It's a dunk contest and range contest, and they're just yeah. putting more miles on their knees. They're going to be there physically, but they're not going to be there mentally. And, th- yeah, they're just going to play no defense because they're not going to have the energy for it, which I don't blame them. And also, why would you try to, like, go all out for an all-star game in a pandemic year when it really does not matter? Like, it's not – this isn't, like, a legacy-building game either. No. Why don't we just let them play 2K, you know? Do what the NFL does. <laughs> yeah, do what the NFL does. You guys want to okay. tailgate it? or? <laughs> yeah, right. Any reason to tailgate? <laughs> Already. 
Let's get into just our quick second headline. LaMelo Ball, I believe this was last night. LaMelo Ball dropped 34 points against the Jazz. Is he looking like Rookie of the Year? Uh, should the Timberwolves regret passing on him? Uh, Danny, what do you think? Uh, I mean, yeah, he's he's played – he's been very surprising. I did not think he would have as much success right off the bat. I did not want the Bulls to draft him because I just didn't want the, the ball show coming to Chicago. But, uh, man – it seems like the Bulls could have really used a true point guard because that's definitely someone they needed was a true point guard. So maybe down the line we're going to look at this and see as a big regret. Uh, rookie of the year, yeah, I could see. I he, if he's not in the league, he's definitely in the top three for conversation of it. I would say so. Yeah, for sure, Corey. What are you thinking? Just dropped thirty four points. You think the Timberwolves <laughs> are regretting their decision? Yeah, I think this kid can ball. I mean. Is he going to be a rookie of the year? If I had to pick right now, yes. Uh, you know, that can change quick, fast, and in a hurry. You know, he's got to be top three easy, if not in the lead. I agree with Danny. I, I would probably pick him. He He's running things over there. He's The kid is balling out. I honestly, I thought him coming into the league, he was going to be nothing but distractions with his family. He's a little louder than his brother Lonzo was. Yeah. Um, a little more boisterous. Right. Now, I thought he was going to get swatted with that butt-ugly shot, too, but – here he is just dropping dimes and these passes are unreal. Like these look like these look like LeBron level passes at times. Like I'm excited to see where this goes. Just a yeah, floor he, general, man. He does look really good right now. I know we were talking about it on draft night, I believe. And Danny and I both said if he falls to the Bulls, I mean we'd probably pass on him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. I just didn't um, want that like circus show, man. It, that's yeah, I know. He's been, he, and he might be getting a little bit more attention. Like I know Tyree Taliburton in Sacramento is also having a really good season. He's just not, you know, he's just not getting the attention. Well, Sacramento is where stars go to die. So exactly, so, we don't hear about him. Um, but yeah, I mean, the reason I, Anthony Edwards has had a quiet season. I think he's, I he's definitely aver- I think he's averaging like fourteen points or something like that, but. I mean, he's having a good season, and I kind of excluded the Warriors because I don't think they really would have taken him anyway. Um, but the Timberwolves maybe could have taken him at point guard. Um, it's it's so early, and you never know. A guy could get out, you know, to a jackrabbit start, you know, towards versus the hair. But right now, if you're the Timberwolves, it's just a sorry franchise. <laughs> he's, he's, he's looking like, oh, man, maybe we missed one on this guy. Just for uh, funsies, wouldn't it have been cool to see Steph and uh, Steph and Ball play together? That would have been kind of, kind of neat. Yeah. Two guys that can clearly pass like the best of them, and apparently shoot the lights out. Although he's nowhere near Steph level shooting, but yeah, but I, I think that Clay Thompson news came after the draft, didn't it? Or like right as the draft was going on, or something oh, you like might that. Be right. Shoot so all three think, of them on the oh, floor. Yeah, that would have been wild. interesting. They thought they were going to have Clay Thompson for the season while they were drafting. Um, but regardless, yeah, just something to keep an eye on. He's had a really good season so far. We'll continue to watch and see whether or not he runs away with Rookie of the Year. Let's get into a little Super Bowl weekend uh, topics here. Uh, first question we're going to start off, who has more to gain if they win this game? Uh, Corey, I'll throw this to you. Do you think Brady has more to gain or Mahomes with this Super Bowl win? Oh, that's easy. Mahomes. Every day of the week, twice on Sunday, this Sunday. Uh, you know, Brady's the GOAT. I don't 
see a good argument against it. Um, there's every argument for it. If he wins another Super Bowl, congratulations. You just padded your stats. I mean, big deal, not not taking anything away from that, but he's already to go. If Mahomes wins, he's one step closer to, you know, he's narrowing that gap. Um, that's a much bigger deal, I think, than Brady winning another. Brady's got 10 more years of being the GOAT easy. You know, not necessarily playing 10 more years, obviously, but you know, it would take at least that long, I think, for Mahomes to, to right. bridge that gap. for someone to establish their legacy. Yeah. Yeah, Danny, what do you what do you think about this one? Uh I was kind of indifferent. I was gonna be a fence sitter and you guys Corey would have made a joke about fence-sitter. not being able to hear me all the way from up there, but uh he kinda convinced me that I think Mahomes has the most to gain from it just because uh like we said, Brady his legacy is established. Six Super Bowls already, and the way those th- last three Super Bowls have come, I think he has like more Super Bowls after 35 than I don't know, probably just about any other great player that you can think of. And he has or he has more uh playoff wins, I forgot, after the age of 35 than um anybody else in that has ever played the game, which is crazy. That's after he's 35, not, not even <laughs> considering everything before that. So, um yeah, Brady's legacy is established. Mahomes, everything is right there in front of him. He, I mean, I don't think anybody's going to think any less of him if he does lose this game, but it'll really be a step forward in trying to catch Brady if he can win this game. Yeah, and I know I'm a Brady fanboy, so you can take this how you want, but I got to go with Brady on this one for for almost the exact reasons you guys are talking about. If um, people are already crowding this guy as the baby goat. Like already, <laughs> people. I think it's just based off put of, him you know, on the Mount Rushmore for sure. And so, and if he wins the second one, I'll be the first to admit. Like it's kind of scary. He could definitely catch Brady, um, if this team kind of stays together, and um, you know nobody goes off for a big contract or whatever, and they're able to pay everybody and keep the core together. Because um, we kind of saw what happened with the Seahawks when everybody thinks they're the man now and yeah. wants their own deal. Uh, but if he gets, if Mahomes gets a win, he's definitely going to start being in the conversation, you know, really establish himself in that conversation. So for Brady, I think he really needs to win this one to, because if he does, I, I think it might be too far out of reach at that point. Um, so I kind of think it's Brady. He does have a legacy, but it's more to, it's, it's not really to enhance his legacy. It's to make sure that Patrick Mahomes can't catch him. Right. I think is why he really needs that win. Yeah, but it I, would also show that he doesn't need Belichick yeah. to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. I was just going to say that it just occurred to me is that would be the one argument that I could see, and I don't think it's a good one. I could see people making about, you know, maybe Brady not being the GOAT or that he would be, you know, a little easier to catch. Is he can't win one without Belichick. And if he wins one without Belichick, then put all those idiots to, to shame. <laughs> Yeah. 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 So let's do uh, one more for this. Uh, who has more to gain from a win? You guys think Andy Reid getting his second Super Bowl win, you know, kind of getting in that upper echelon maybe with Bill Belichick and um, Mike Tomlin, or is it Arians to win his first Super Bowl? Uh, Corey, I'll go to you first. Uh, this one I think is pretty easy too. I think it's, I think it's Arians. I think he needs to get that win. Andy Reid has been, a top tier coach for what, like 20 some odd years now. Yeah. He's, he's yeah. been a constant factor in the NFL. He's always got a, you know, a good team behind him and they're obviously well coached. Um, and I'm not saying that Arians is not a good coach, but I've been saying that Arians is a good coach for years now. 
And I'm going to need my guy to get a Super Bowl here because he's making it hard to make a case for him. Yeah, Danny, what are your what are your thoughts on this one? Yeah, yeah, Bruce Arians or Andy Reid? I, I think it's Arians as well because the conversation with Andy Reid for years prior before he won a Super Bowl was like, yeah, we know he's a great coach and – he just hasn't gotten his team that last victory. He just ha- he just doesn't have a ring. That's the only thing holding him back from maybe a Hall of Fame induction when he's finally done coaching. And now he finally does have that ring. And now everything that we thought of him just valid is validated because he has that ring on his finger because he won a Super Bowl. Despite, I mean, we know it was with Patrick Mahomes, but still, he won a Super Bowl. So now we think great things about Bruce Arians, now, just to have it validated, we need him to have a championship. Because I think I do like Corey. I, I think he's a great coach. Uh, I think he's a fun coach, but it's we just kind of need it to be validated with a championship. So I th- I'm going to go with Bruce Arians. Rings don't mean everything, yeah. but they mean something. Yeah, they definitely mean something, which is why I'm kind of leaning a little bit towards uh, just for a greater impact of what we think about you. I, I think it's Andy Reid. Just because you know, for the longest time he couldn't get the ring, and I think if you're in the conversation with one ring, like you've got, you know, like maybe like Mike McCarthy in that conversation, just with one ring, um, coaches, coaches like that, I think there's tiers. So I think if Andy Reid can get a second ring, it kind of it really elevates you over coaches who are who are just able to get you know one one ring on a on a hot team for for one year yeah you know I, I mean? think now we see yeah that's a good really good point about mike mccarthy because i think now we see he really isn't that great of a coach he just had aaron <laughs> Rodgers to bail him out of stupid decisions after <laughs> stupid decision so yeah that's a that's a really good point i'm not quite ready to put mccarthy up the river yet either though i'm not saying he's the greatest coach ever definitely you know, Aaron Rodgers can bail out any terrible coach. Obviously, he's got some some of the most just wicked skill sets I've ever seen. But I, I don't know. McCarthy kind of got a raw deal being in Dallas. I feel like uh, Jerry takes a little more control than he needs to. And uh, also, you know, your star quarterback, his foot was pointing the wrong way, guys. <laughs> that was not great. That was a bad start. And also, <laughs> you're, like, you're starting running back as a total dud. Yeah. 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 I don't think he's a bad coach, but I, you know, I think that there is kind of that class where. Oh, I totally. You just have one, like, like Gary Kubiak. He's got, he's got a Super Bowl ring, but do we think about Gary Kubiak? Like, if you really want to elevate yourself into that next tier, you've got to get a second ring because there's two, there are coaches with who all just have that one ring. Sure. Not, not a lot, but, you know, the coaches who all have one ring, you're kind of like, yeah, they got one ring. Congrats. But, have you been able to do it twice? I think that really puts you in a in a league of its own. Would sure. you put Pete Carroll in the same league as Bruce Arians and Andy Reid? I'd put Pete Carroll not with I'd put him above Bruce Arians, but I'd certainly say he's even with Andy Reid. That seems fair. Um I definitely yeah, I would definitely say he's in the same um yeah, I don't I don't know if class is right. Awesome. Yeah, because I mean he's he's um, also got he's got two national titles that he got with USC also. Nah, yeah, he cheated. He doesn't count. Yeah, I'm not oh, going to count that. I'm not going to count those. <laughs> we don't We're talk about NFL. USC in yeah, any we... good lighting. <laughs> We're talking oh, about he, NFL he right not, here. Oh, just be, yeah, that's stupid. Cheat, cheat. He did not cheat. Cheat, cheat. <laughs> you know, just because okay, I'm feeling the okay. hot takes, how long – do we know how long McCarthy's contract in Dallas is for by chance? Um, I, I looked that up. I... He's probably got a four-year. Well, I will say right now that unless he gets extended – 
I'm I'm just gonna hot take right now. He's not even gonna get a playoff win. Do, do you guys remember that um, in in his interview or sorry, in, after he already got hired, he was just like uh, I think he was telling Jerry that he had watched because he took a year off in between coaching the Packers and the, and the Cowboys. And in the interview, he told Jerry Jones, like, yeah, I watched every single game, every single play of the Cowboys and was able to, you know, say to Jerry all this different stuff. And then after he got hired, he was just like, yeah, you know what? I actually lied to Jerry about that. I didn't watch a single play of the Cowboys. <laughs> and Jerry God. just looked at him. He's just like, what the hell? Like, so, like, he lied, and Jerry Jones found out right then and there, like, in front of all the reporters and stuff. Sucker. But yeah, you already yeah, signed so the check. He, he got a five-year, $30 million contract. Wow. Yeah. I don't think he gets a playoff win. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I, I yeah, I can see that. Not willing to set him up the river as a coach, but I will say that I think Dallas is a terrible situation, and I, I'm just – you know, worried about Dak coming back off that injury and how they're going to handle the quarterback situation. Andy Dalton is not the answer. Mm-mm. No, I, Mm-mm. I agree. But I think what we saw was Washington made it to the play. And I think anybody has the chance to make it. To the play oh, that's that true. Division. And then they it's, the it's just a sudden, it's a sudden death game in the playoffs. It's, it's, I think I'd probably lean to what you're saying, Corey. I don't think they'll probably get a playoff win, but I would definitely never say never with that division. They might come out of there. It might be a four-win team next year. Well, you know? I think <laughs> so. also, in fairness, I think we saw Washington was a quarterback away, really. And Alex Smith yeah. came in, and suddenly they start. Well, granted, another competition wasn't the greatest, but they started getting wins. Um, and then when Alex Smith goes down, I mean, granted that kid came in Heineke or whatever came in and played out of yeah, his mind. Think, puts puts some respect on his name, Corey. Hey, but I, I have all the faith in the world in uh, Rivera as a coach. Yeah, he's a riverboat Ron, man. Yeah, he's great. Uh, obviously, people in Chicago, he's, you know, a legend uh, with his time as the Bears. But, yeah, I, I like Ron Rivera as a coach. Yeah, absolutely. So let's get into a little bit of X Factor here. Um, I'll toss it over to Danny. Danny, who do you think is going to be the X Factor for this game? Who's going to break it open for either team? A couple options, Hill, Kelsey, Evans, Fournette, or somebody somebody other. Um, What's your pick on this? I I, I mean, you listed Hill, Kelsey, Evans, Fournette. I – if, all right, so my X Factor for the Chiefs, I'm going to go Tyree Kill because the last time they played the Chiefs and Buccaneers, Tyree Kill is still running. Like They, they just could <laughs> not stop him. And it was it, it was probably – I mean, it was a close game, and it, but everything. But, like, he was that determining factor that Bucks could not do anything to stop him. And it's like the Chiefs just have so many weapons. It's like you kind of got to choose their poison. But I just feel like Tyreek Hill is the worst poison of all, and they just got to do everything in their power to try to shut him down and not let him just get to the outside, outside the numbers. That's going to be tough. That's easier said than done. I think he's the X factor. But I also think Evans is a huge X factor for the Buccaneers that Kansas City will really have to key on, especially in the red zone, because I think he has the most red zone touchdowns in the NFL this past year. And... um, I don't think he's a really deep threat, like, I don't know, before he gets to the red zone, but um, I would just keep an eye on him, especially I think he's plus, I don't know what he is right now, Um, but I I would pick him to get a touchdown at some point in the game from Brady as well. So those are my two X factors for each team. 
Awesome. Corey, who are your X factors for this game? Who do you think is going to stand out for either team? Yeah, I think for the Chiefs, Danny's right. That one's easy. That's uh, as good as almost every player on their offense is. Tyreek Hill is their X factor. He is the game breaker for them. I mean, that's a guy you give him the ball. It doesn't even have to be a open field. You give him the ball, and he might bust off a 99-yard, you know, reception or run. It's just he's that athletic and that special. And there are very few of those kinds of players um, at the NFL level that can do that against other NFL-level players. Um, but he's he's the Chiefs' X factor easily. Mahomes is going to come out, and he's going to do what Mahomes does. we got to see what Tyreek can do. Um and then for the Bucks, I'm a little torn here. I was thinking, not included in your list here, I have two guys that are bouncing around in my head, and I don't know if either one of them is a great pick, but I'm going to say Godwin. Uh, oh, okay. I could see him kind of taking, you know, that sort of Tyreek Hill role for the Bucks. Uh, he's kind of – he seems like a big kind of yardage gain guy. He might bust one off too, but also – this is all gut feeling. I have zero data to back this up, but um, Antonio Brown, it feels super muted throughout the year, almost like they're just hiding him away and waiting. And I'm scared that Arians and Brady put their heads together and thought, hmm, (laughs) they probably forgot we had him. And now they're just going to unleash him on the league again. And it's going to be a nightmare for that Chiefs defense that is admittedly not amazing, although they did play very well against the the Bills. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting because I think – because I think he lives with Brady down in Tampa. And I'm sure Tom Brady has just been keeping the, you know, the muzzle on him, just telling him, you know, just worry about football. Don't, like, do all this off-the-field antics. And it's paid off for him. I know he was injured for the NFC Championship week, but otherwise he's had a, a pretty productive season uh, when he has been available. So I, I really like that pick. Also, I, I just want to bring it back really quick about the, the Tyree Kill situation and Zane, you're saying how they can sustain this uh, dynasty almost in the AFC if they all stay together. If I was a wide receiver, I know you want to get your money and everything in, Patrick Mahomes got half a billion dollars, but also <laughs> like, do you really want to go to a team where you're going to have like, I don't know, Jimmy Garoppolo passing to you? Like, look how upset Allen Robinson was this past year. And he got his money when he signed with the bears, he got a good contract coming off an ACL tear because Jacksonville wasn't going to give it to him. And probably no other team with a good quarterback was going to give him that kind of money. So he took the money but he had Mitchell Trubisky throwing to him and Nick Foles a little bit. And it's just like, man, how much money can equal happiness like that? Like, what's the difference between a few million dollars in building like a leg? Like, I would much rather have Patrick Mahomes pass me the ball and make a little bit less money. Yeah, you would kind of think that that would be the sentiment. But yet we see a lot of guys go to a lot of bad teams uh, for the bigger contracts. Um, so, that, so I don't feel bad when then you, all of a sudden you start complaining. Like, like you knew what the situation was beforehand. Um, so, uh, but yeah, uh, I think we agree for the Chiefs uh, on the game breaker X factor. It's got yeah, it's got to be Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Just blinking. He's just in the end zone waiting for the ball. Just and Mahomes can get it to him too. Yeah. I mean, just an electric arm From anywhere. That's what makes him so good. I mean, if you had somebody, um, this would I don't maybe even like I don't even know. 
with somebody with not as good of an arm as Patrick Mahomes as well, um, to just be able to hit Tyreek and stride like that, just a just a deadly combination. Uh, on the Buccaneers side, uh, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to pick two, but I'm going to pick two anyway. Uh, I I definitely think Fournette's going to be a big uh, a big factor. We've seen how Brady loves to use his running backs. If you guys remember in the Super Bowl against the Falcons, he just went to James White. James White had like 14 receptions or something. Like yeah. That. Um, he loves the running backs out of the backfield. Um, so not only for time possession to keep Mahomes off the field in the run game with Fournette, but also third down situations, catching the ball out of the backfield. I think Leonard Fournette's going to be a, a big key for this game. And then I think Rob Gronkowski, uh, a name people probably sleep on a little bit. Uh, Cameron Brait is on the injury report for the Bucks, uh, so we might get to see a little bit more of Gronkowski. Did you say uh, Tyler Bray? Uh, no. The, the Bears' third-string quarterback? I didn't know if he got picked up. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Cameron Brait, the tight end for the Bucks on the injury report. We could see a lot of Gronk. Uh, I feel like uh, Brady and Gronk are always on the same page. Uh, so crunch time, yeah. those high leverage situations, look for Gronk, look for Brady to to really find that security blanket in Gronk. Did uh, you guys see that Gronk factors. thing, that interview in media week with uh, him sending in workout videos? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, him, him like so funny. filming himself in like a different shirt every time so he didn't have to keep uh, sending sprint workout videos they just use the red shirt a green shirt and blue i just that's so funny but also how would they not figure it out like it's the same camera position and it's like the same sunny day each day and (laughs) they probably can see him changing shirts in the background too like he probably wasn't even good at hiding it and they're like oh yep looks good to me Uh, grant's gonna grog i think he just let him get away with it yeah yeah He'll retire. Like, he doesn't care. He'll be like, he'll just retire. He already did it once. If you <laughs> right. try to tell him what to do, he's going to be like, all right, fine. I'm out of here. Uh-uh, I don't care. You guys see when they talked, so. apparently, when he was at the Patriots, uh, they had a deal almost set to send him to Detroit. And he's like, you can't send me to Detroit because I retired. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Oh, so yeah, funny. I forgot about that. Yeah, he would have been like, I'll just retire. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, he doesn't care. He would just retire. I'm here because Tom asked so. him to be here. All right, so with the question everybody has been looking forward to and waiting for are the picks, the picks from the Empty Bottle Sports podcast. Uh, let's start off with uh, Danny. Um, who you got for this game? And then give us a score you think it's going to be, a high-scoring game, low-scoring game. What are you thinking? Yeah, I, I think it is going to be a high-scoring game. I think it will be. I'm going to go 38-31. Chiefs. Uh, I want the Buccaneers to win just because I think it would be so cool to see the Bucs win in their home stadium and then Tom Brady just cements his legacy even more and then also like we talked about earlier with Bill Belichick versus Brady you know who's the real reason for those championships I would like Brady to just get the credit for that. I know Bill Belichick he's probably like he's probably one of the best coaches out there but just to show that Tom Brady wasn't completely reliant on him um, I mean, because we know kind of Tom Brady doesn't have the greatest skill in the world, but he is probably the smartest player on that field each and every Sunday. So I would like to see him win. But the one thing that really kind of caught my eye is just the Chiefs, the offensive line, are really beat up. A lot of injuries. And we saw how well the defensive line did against Aaron Rodgers 
uh, sorry, the Bucks defensive line did against Aaron Rodgers in the championship week. So Aaron Rodgers does really well against blitzes, but someone who does it even better is Patrick Mahomes. So if anyone's able to deal with that, it's Patrick Mahomes with a with a good pass rush. So that's that's really interesting. So, but I, I don't know. I could see the Chiefs going down like twenty one to ten and then just storming back. Um, once they just figure out and they want to just start to decide to score. So uh, I'm going to go Chiefs just because, man, they're just, yeah, they're, they're electric. Good pick, good pick. Corey, uh, what is your Super Bowl pick? And uh, give us a score. I'm going to go, let's see, this is a really tough one because typically if they were just going to be playing in a non-Super Bowl game, I'm going to go with the Chiefs. They've got too much firepower that's just the most overpowered offense (laughs) it's insane it's like picking Bama when the NCAA games were you know out hey they're coming back super excited about that but um it it was like picking Bama you just can't lose but in the Super Bowl picking against Brady just seems like a great way to lose my lunch um I'm gonna go with the Bucks I think it's gonna be a close one I think that it's gonna be an exciting one I'm gonna go 3428 bucks. Can I change my pick? <laughs> you don't want to lose your <laughs> I, lunch? No, well, not, not because so we couldn't hear you up on that fence, Danny. Because, <laughs> so I remember, yeah. I, I, I don't know why I didn't think of this earlier, but um, I don't know if you guys saw this, but yesterday, Brett Reed or Britt Reed, uh, the son of Andy Reed, linebacker coach. Also for the Chiefs, I think he got in an accident last night that left like a five-year-old in critical condition. Um, so that might be like a, a big distraction for the team too, that I don't know if enough people are talking about maybe. Yeah. So, um, that could just be something in the back of their heads that they might not be able to overcome if something really bad happened out of it. So, uh, I'm actually going to flip it 38, 31 Buccaneers. 38, 31 Buccaneers. Good picks. I so now we have now you guys are all picking the Bucks. Uh, I'm also picking the Buccaneers. I think it's gonna probably be a little bit more low scoring. I'm gonna go 27 24 uh, Buccaneers. Like you said, that that uh, Chiefs offensive line is really beat up. Um, might be a little bit more of a ball control game. Uh, we might see the Chiefs uh, stall out a few more times than we're used to. Just. Just because of that pressure, we'll see if Patrick Mahomes is able to escape and make those spectacular plays. Uh, but I, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pick against Tom Brady. I just can't do it. Won't do it. Um, so Bucks twenty-seven twenty-four for me. I think they're the underdog too. I think they're plus one forty on the money line. Yeah, and they're minus. Um, I remember sorry, they're plus three. So they're, yeah, yeah, but yeah, they are the underdogs. Right. So. Um, yeah, gonna be a really good game. I just saw. I was um, I was about to like get Sling TV for a month to watch the Super Bowl because I don't really want to go out. Um, but it's actually streamed live on the uh, CBS Sports app for free. Oh, sweet. Um, yeah, so that's gonna be pretty sweet. Um, I am. I'm seriously. This might be the most hyped I think I've ever been for a Super Bowl. There's just so much legacy on yeah. the line. You know, it's just not a. It's just not a football game. There's so much legacy on the line, and there's just so much dynamic to it that I am so excited for this. 
Yeah, it's not like one uh, one team that's just like a heavy defense that carried their crappy quarterback to the finish line, and then one just complete de- – and they're just going up against a complete juggernaut of a team. And It's like both teams deserve to be there. And both teams were like a lot of people's picks to win or make the Super Bowl at least. So this is a, a game that I, I think everybody's been looking forward to and hoping for throughout the year. Yeah, it's just not a shocking matchup at all. And it's got all the makings of being – just a legendary Super Bowl. I'm so excited. I hope it is. Before we wrap it up, we'll just have a little bit of fun. Uh, Danny, you prepared uh, just a couple prop bets, uh, I believe. Do we want to just make a couple prop bets uh, before we wrap it up, have a little fun with this? Yeah, let's go with first offensive play of the game. Run play minus 120 or pass slash sack for plus 100. With this, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go with this. If you're the Chiefs, do you think you go pass or run right off the bat, Corey? Quarterback run. Quarterback run. Oh, my God. Quarterback run. <laughs> All right, Zane, what are you thinking? Um, It's probably going to be probably a pass. I, I, I think conventionally that it's like, oh, let's just run the ball. Let's just get a good first play. We don't want the Peyton Manning snap over our head. Play oh one. Oh, God, yeah. Um, didn't that so, happen? That happened to the Steelers, the, too. I, yes, it did. <laughs> so, I, but I, the Chiefs don't play scared ever, so yeah. I think they pass it. Right, yeah, I, I agree. Okay, um, let's go with this. What will be the first score of the game? Touchdown, field goal, touchdown, or field goal slash safety? Touchdown. Touchdown is minus 160, uh, Zane. I, I'll probably go with um, – I'd probably go field goal. I think it's going to be a field Ooh, goal. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I, uh, yeah, I'll go field goal. All right. Um, Corey, I'll give this one to you. Patrick Mahomes over under passing yards, 327 and a half. Oh, wow. They didn't want to make it easy, did they? <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. I'm going to say, man, he's going to need Tyreek to do some things. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go under and not a very confident under (laughs) what if he hits exactly on you know yeah yeah all right um now we'll end with this what color i haven't seen any uh money line things on this just on this cbs uh sports book here but color of gatorade that you think will be dumped on uh andy reed or bruce arians zane what color gatorade are we thinking uh, yeah, I think it's yellow. Yellow, okay. Uh, I'll go with the yeah. I'll go yellow. Corey, what about you? I think Arians is going to be a yellow kind of guy, but Andy Reid would be a blue kind of guy. I was going to say blue across the board. Uh, yeah, I, I'm going to go with blue across the board. So yeah, those are some fun prop bets. Um, just I found. And, um, do you guys? I I hope this game goes to overtime. That would be <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah, I think it's. I don't want to see it to go. I don't want it to go to overtime because then we're gonna if if the if the team scores a touchdown, the it, it's gonna steal the narrative. Of, oh, oh, the other okay. guy didn't get. Yeah. The other guy didn't get to touch the ball, so we'll never we'll never. Did they go. keep the yeah, same rules? Like, like, I just. That, I assume. Well, they should. Yeah, because that's yeah. stupid. That's how yeah. Brady. That's how Brady won the Atlanta Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, that's right. They won yeah, the, that's they won the toss and the Falcons never even got it. I love so how it's I, not yeah, how the Patriots won. It's how Brady won for saying. <laughs> that's how that's how stupid i hate those stupid nfl rules it should they should change it to college i think they should play a full extra quarter i don't know if that's how college does it but 
one full quarter at the end of that, you see how it goes and keep going. If it... Yeah, that's like, I, I kind of like that. I've never, I don't even know if I've ever heard that. I kind of like that idea. Just playing I feel like that quarter. just only makes sense. Like, I don't oh. get why you wouldn't do that. I mean, I mean, they do it in hockey. They just could, they just play until they, people drop. <laughs> yeah, down, <basically. laughs> yeah, come on. If people in cricket can do it, so can you. Yeah, they're bringing the popcorn guy on when it gets to like the fourth overtime. <laughs> there's no, no legs left. I'm like, all right, man, you got to suit up. <laughs> Andy Reid and Bruce Arians are going to be under center. <laughs> all right. So, yes, we are looking forward to an awesome, awesome Super Bowl this weekend. We've all made our picks. Check back with us after the Super Bowl. We'll have all the headlines, all the storylines to talk about. Quickly, we'll wrap up the drinks. Um, Danny, your yingling, how'd it go? Oh, amazing as always, man. I can't wait till tomorrow. I'll have a couple more, and I'm just hoping for a good game. I'm hoping we don't get like a 2018 13-3 Patriots beat the Rams type of game. Yeah, that would be really disappointing. Corey, how was your uh, Elijah Craig? It was, uh, you know, it's as good as always. It's good as advertised. I love this stuff. You can't go wrong with bourbon. I know. I, I'm really jealous that you guys are enjoying <laughs> your drinks. Um, oh, no. <laughs> I got about uh, halfway through this, truly. I'll, I'll put the rest back. Nah, we'll just get you the beer bong out, and we'll just let you rip, man. Get through them all. I know that's that's really what I need in my life. That's right what's now. gonna happen for Zane well, if Brady doesn't that... get his seventh. <laughs> <laughs> you guys will know. Awesome. So we're gonna wrap up this episode. Everybody, thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next week.